0: Little Smoky. We'll call him <laughs> Little Smoky. That's what we'll call him. Little Smoky, the reluctant candle. <laughs> Goodbye, Little Smoky. Farewell on your journey to the nether regions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I just spilled
0: it. <laughs> Eight fourteen AM Saturday, june the eighteenth, twenty twenty two. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the bid and Diane Yeah. Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> look at it. Look at it look at it.
0: Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> it's uh Looks like another gray morning.
2: Which we're quite happy about.
0: Another (laughs) quite kick-butt morning after all. Yes. Repetition. I don't know why, you know, every every new gray day I'm just like, yes!
2: (laughs) Another victory! Well, often it's gray in the morning and then... It's true, but it's been gray um, in
0: the morning and in the afternoon. I drove to Tacoma yesterday under the same cloud the entire way. It was like one long gray cloud all the way to Tacoma.
2: It's nice to have the cool.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody else that wants the sunshine. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, we don't need to talk about that stuff, Diane. Let's talk about the fact that it's been another fantabulous and uh, substantial week here in Lake Abundance. And toss it over to you for, you know, commentary and insight.
2: Well, let me Is see. The,
0: yes, see.
2: Alice came over to visit us, mm-hmm. and we had a lovely time. We yeah. played a, a game that my friend Shelley had given us oh, yeah. called... Where shall we begin by Esther Perel? Yes. And we knew that Alice was a, a, fan, a fan of, of Esther's. Esther so yeah. we thought, well, let's give it a try with her and It was fun. There were some interesting questions. We couldn't quite figure out the whole Yeah, idea there's a different there's a
0: couple of different levels, right? Or different yeah. kind of games within the game.
2: But basically it's it's much like some of the the thing. That's why Shelley gave it to me. Um, I had this this card uh, deck of table topics, yeah. and just to have conversation starters. And as you could probably tell, we need, need no conversation starters. We can always come up with a conversation, but it's still kind of interesting the questions yeah. that are asked
0: because yeah. so it'll so. lead you into topics that might not have otherwise come up just in the normal course of conversation so
2: yeah one of the most notable questions from that time for me was uh, what do family gatherings bring up which was a question for Alice that was given to her Uh and um, and the fact that she was saying the passage of time I thought that was really astute of her to focus on that from the start, you know, that it's kind of shows you, because you're a child, and then you're an adolescent, and then in the meantime, your parents are growing older, your grandparents die, you know, it was, I, I had never really thought about that, but it's true, it's the one time that you were constantly bringing up the...
0: The changing images around The changing you.
2: images around I, these I, people. Yeah,
0: I was reading in a poem this last week about how t- children see their own lives played out in their parents' faces. Yeah. You
2: know. That's the poem I sent you. The, Is it? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't
0: remember whether it was. So it yeah, was, when you're in your in children see. Insinius? Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: um, Insinius.
0: Yeah.
2: Beneath Je- the sweater in the skin.
0: Jeanette Insinius or something like that?
2: Jeanette yeah yeah it is really true that um your (laughs) your
0: what children see in their parents faces as they age is their lives
2: their own lives yeah quite a fitting thing to say on fathers is today no No, tomorrow's father's day and I think Alice is going to come over tomorrow too that's the rumor
0: that was the rumor that's the rumor yes
2: and we will play the game again, maybe. Mm. I don't know. We'll mm. see. But in any event, that over. was that was fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun
2: to have her over and and you had a wonderful poetry break on Tuesday. I really enjoyed that. You know, i I haven't really had a chance to talk much about it with you. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, it's, that's
0: I, I kind of prefer it that way. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like. Well, it's just a thing that happens on Tuesdays, you know. Like, no, but uh, what
2: I what I wanted to say was that the old old manhood poems that yeah. you were writing, you might think that it's just well, I'm just writing a couple of pages a day, and it's just you know, fluff or whatever you're thinking about it. But actually, I think that they are really powerful.
0: Yeah, I think he, I I land on something here so. and there, and uh, yeah. I now I'm finding I'm writing old manhood stuff in my regular notebook too, as well as on the typewriter, and so I'm typing up some pages from my regular notebook because I don't know it's not it's it's just something to do. I think of it as something to keep me busy and to keep me.
2: I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip.
0: In the language and stuff like that, while I, while I try to figure out what's going on with my hands. Ah, yeah, I am an ex- and, uh, but at the same time, it's I set out to do. Because there's a couple of books AR Ammon's tape for the turn of the year um, the uh, evening Sun and uh, David Lehman wrote a couple of journal books um, where he just wrote a wrote a page a day kind of thing
2: so well, I love them
0: well him. yeah it's they're kind of hit and miss but it'll it's nice to think that if I do it for a year then I can pick up
2: the ones that you like the, the most, ones that I like and the do most. a another poetry
0: book. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Yeah, maybe. I would like to do another poetry book. Other
2: other than Alice's visit in the poetry break, my work life was pretty intense this week. I'm yeah. I'm trying to
0: um, <laughs> pass on all knowledge. Oh and, my
2: gosh!
0: And uh, finding that it's a uh, Bit of an uphill battle.
2: Yeah, it's a lot more of an uphill battle than I had
0: or you probably fought. you or anyone had, had imagined.
2: Um, There's
0: too many situations in yeah. the job, too many different uh, scenarios, uh, and you know it's like you have to do them many times in order to learn how to do them. But you may only mm-hmm. have one or two a year of these particular things. So you've had them enough times to, to know what the procedure is, but how is anybody else supposed to learn that when they yeah. just, when the things just, uh, when every new scenario is like different than the one before it. It's
2: and, uh, I had a conversation with, uh, well, we, I'm preparing for, uh, one of my last presentations of the, this complex payroll situation for graduate students, which is, always been, ever since I started first working in, in um, having payroll as part of my duties, it has always been complex. And so I'm doing this presentation with another one of my uh, friends and colleagues from another department. And the, the task that they set out for us, uh, we have in the past done a four and a half hour uh, presentation over th- three sessions in the past and um, what they are trying to do is just have us do everything boiled down to- <laughs> uh, so the, the presentations can be 50 minutes half of which is going to be taken up with postdoc scholar stuff from so another group like so we have to
0: do four and a half hours worth of material yeah, yeah.
2: And so we were, we were looking at. So we had produced this slide, uh, PowerPoint slide deck,
0: yeah.
2: a long time ago that we used for our our lengthy uh, presentation, and this group had boiled it down, and uh, so they said, "Could you present this?" They they did the slide deck, and we were looking at it, and we were every slide we just burst into laughter because we said how can we explain this like in three minutes
0: so so somebody created a new deck yeah somebody not neither you nor or your friend yeah okay and your job is just to explain it
2: just be there I guess and say yeah here this is yeah. so I just told her I think that we should start off saying this is a four and a half hour presentation. Uh, it's complex. This is not going to give you all the information you want. It's just going to point you in the direction. And, um, and I would encourage you to look up the resources that are in this um, in this place and, and talk to people because you're... But I just feel like this is impossible, you know. But, but
0: all I, you're going to be doing is... Okay, so here are all the places where you're going to get lost.
2: We're not even going to tell them the places they're going to get
0: lost. But it's just like, that's basically all you have time to do. This we is-
2: have, we have, a, here, this is the way to the path. Oh. And there, therein, you will find there all be dragons. The, yeah, there be dragons. Mm-hmm. But it made me believe that all, all this time that I thought there would ever be a time where I could train people and they would, understand and because this was my best effort to try to do this in the last five years and it just isn't taking man yes so i feel like i can't and that's the i think everybody comes upon a place in their retirement where they realize they can't do it you know they can't make it all neat and tidy for the next people there's
0: no such thing as a graceful exit
2: yeah it's just gonna be pain and awful and that's the way it's going to be and, and you can and you can so. uh,
0: take some solace in the knowledge that you won't be there yeah.
2: well and also there there's so many things happening all at once um but the main thing i don't even know there i talked about this last week but the from the highest ah. echelons of the School of Medicine for for whom I work.
0: Right.
2: The highest ranking official in our our group, uh, you might say he's the president. Right. It, it, he's the CEO, the yeah. he's retiring on the same day that I am. Yeah. And his second in command, he's retiring on the same day that I am. So it's almost like and all these people at the higher echelons are retiring, and then us, us peons on the lower echelons, we're also retiring. And it made me realize this is a, it's the changing of the guard.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a whole new template for yeah. all of this stuff made out of necessity from people recovering from the loss of this brain trust. And so the idea that you can go back and help is kind of, kind of ridiculous because these guys are going to be starting from zero. They're going to be starting building from the ground up. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be a system that will work because it will be tailored to their understanding of it, of everything and things like that. And the, the complexities will fill in slowly over time. The problem being that in the current work environment, nobody stays at their job very long. Yeah. So that's where I think it's going to be. Uh,
2: but it, it's just fascinating to me because I think everybody has to slam up against this wall right. when they retire yeah. or when they leave a job even. You know, if... If, uh, but I've never, uh, th- I think that the reason why this is so apparent to me this time is that I really haven't left a job for uh, about 20, uh, 20, well, actually close to 30, uh, no. <laughs> I've been here 33 years, it's 22, uh, so about 27 years. I haven't left the job because in pharmacology that I was working for, what I was doing is I was going, you know, up in the ranks. And then when I left to go to ABC, I actually was still, I took all their their work, except for a portion of my work uh, that stayed behind and was reassigned. But I still was helping them yeah. after I left. So this is the first time that I am leaving and leaving that I won't be able to do much, you know. I'll, I, I, don't know. I can steer them the right way a couple of times if they want to give me a call. But it's not. I'm not going to be around to help, and that's. It's just a, a fact of life. Yeah. That it's this just happens. A reality. <coughs> so, but I really noticed it yesterday because we are in a very busy time of year. This is always a busy time of year. And I had lots of things to do, and I started having people asking me questions from all over the you know, from every place in the group. Mm -hmm. And I was just going, oh, my God. You know, and the questions they were asking were so elementary that I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is not going to be good. But yeah, Yeah, I was just saying that that's the other thing that's happened this week. There really hasn't been too much else besides Alice's visit and the poetry break and... It's this just, weird thing of yeah, it work.
0: Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. like it's been more eventful than that, but I guess you're right.
2: So I'd like to just go into the music.
0: What are you nuts?
2: I I'm not nuts.
0: Yeah. It's good music, Diane.
2: Well once again yeah. Gary's song list. Right. Uh, had a song. It was not, he did not have on his song list the song that he, that we are using from Fleetwood Mac. He had it from Smashing Pumpkins covering oh. Fleetwood Mac. Oh. And I'm sorry, Gary, but I have to go with Fleetwood Mac because, mm-hmm. because of my fondness for the, or I want to say deep affection for Fleetwood Mac and what Fleetwood Mac meant to me in college days. Yeah. I mean that the Fleetwood Mac,
1: Fleetwood al- Mac.
2: <laughs> the Fleetwood Mac album, Fleetwood Mac. Right. Um,
0: the album before Rumors
2: and Rumors, and both,
0: rumors
2: both were uh, were go to listening for me in college.
0: I think I th- they were for everybody.
2: Well, I didn't have too many albums. You know, I used to listen to the radio and I had a few albums. I just couldn't afford it back then too much. So the records that I bought had to be ones that I really, really wanted to have. And, um, so I had both those albums and I, so to listen to these songs from the standpoint of an old person, because mm. I, really haven't listened to Fleetwood Mac that much in my older years it's not one that I kept revisiting I want to say like I would with Jethro Tull or uh, Simon and Garfunkel Paul Simon all all those I would constantly revisit but Fleetwood Mac sort of holds this um, this memory of college for me I I would say that that's the, it really, when I listen to it, really flashes in my mind scenes from my college years. Yeah. And so to have that space of time since I listened to these songs and to have it introduced as a possible retirement song, (laughs) uh, the song that Gary had on his uh, song list was Landslide. And always loved that song and never really thought about it in any other uh, in any any other way than getting older when I was in college yeah. a very different aging process from the time that you're a child you know even children get older and I'm getting older too that had a very specific meaning for me in college. Yeah, because
0: there is a point in your youth. Pardon me, I'm having a drink of coffee. Where you realize that you're an adult. You know, and that's kind of shocking. Oh like, boy. It's kind that's of. good coffee. The first time you kind of think, gee, I kind of had a good there when I was, when I was a kid. Kind of too bad that's, that season is over with, you know. Yeah. But it's nothing like, you know, <laughs> the perspective of, uh, you know, your mid sixties.
2: Interesting to think of when you think that you're an adult when yeah. you're in your 20s. Yeah. Because now when I look at 20-year-olds, I just think of them as still kids, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: But you're, you're a fledgling, you know. You're yeah. trying to stand on your own two feet and right. you aren't there yet. You know, in college years, I wasn't on my own two feet yet. But I was starting to try to stand up, so to speak, and and all the the plays of life that you are witnessing that you've never really encountered to that degree before, especially about your relationships with love relationships and friendships because uh, certainly the friendships in college are much different than your high school relationships right. merely because you're around them all the time you're living in the same dorms you're uh, I think you're uh, the, your friends kind of replace your family in a way yeah. to have your uh, the people who are around you are no longer your family members and all of the things that those college years entail yeah. the the aspects of friendships, the aspects of um, really being called to challenge yourself in uh, in what you do. Uh, because certainly when I was in high school, I never was challenged intellectually the way I was when I was in college. Right. I, I really had to work hard, started to work outside of, you know, tried to, get monetary work as well. Yeah. So it was a very different time than, uh, than you ever experienced in your life. So those lyrics, for me, really magnified that yeah. during those times. And I think that's probably what they were writing about, because right. that's the age they were, right? right. Yeah. But as with many songs, um, when you view them from a different point of view, you can definitely see the uh, <laughs> that it can play out for a different reason. And certainly there's a certain feeling of landslide when you were at this age and having the end of your life uh, ahead of you. Yeah. So I thought, wow, that's a really great song mm-hmm. for this time. I, I never would have thought of that. Mostly just because I I'd identified it so much for a particular period of my life. Right. Um, and then we were listening to other songs on the albums uh, that that could be retirement songs too. Huh. And there's lots of there's them. There's lots
0: of them, yeah. 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 So we picked one that we thought would be kind of fun.
1: <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Took my love, took it down Climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection In snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought me down Oh, mirror in the sky What is love? Can a child in my